Hi, and welcome to the Hollywood Dreammaker Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo. I'm a 35-year veteran actor. I'm the kid who came out to Hollywood with 200 bucks in my pocket and a one-way ticket when I was 18. Didn't know a soul out here, and I've been living my dream ever since. I've had an amazing career. I've been an Academy Award-winning film, blockbuster film, hit TV series. You name it, I've done it, and I got the IMDb credits to prove it. Six years ago, I opened up my own school, the Manhattan Actor Studio, where I found my true passion. That's teaching the craft of acting, but not only teaching the craft of being the guy. Success leaves clues. I know how to make dreams a reality. I did it for myself, and I do it on a daily basis for my students. And I can help you achieve yours. Welcome to my podcast. Let's get started. I am super excited to introduce my guest. She's currently on Netflix season two of The Lincoln Lawyer and on ABC's The Rookie. You may know her from her work in films such as Knives Out, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek reboot, and countless other film and television credits. I want to welcome the talented Marlene Forte to the podcast. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. So I created this podcast to inspire artists to follow their dreams, right? If a, if a kid like me can come out to Hollywood at 18 with 200 bucks in his pocket, a one-way ticket, didn't know her soul out here, and make the dream a reality, then why can't the listener out there, right? Absolutely. That's the way I did it. And I so, was way old by the time I decided, when I, before I got the gumption to do it. <laughs> Love that. So I, I want to get started at the beginning. Like, when did you know you wanted to be an actor? I knew I wanted to be an actor on stage at the age of 10 in grammar school, but I didn't get to it till I was almost 28 years old. And by that point, I had been divorced. I had a 10 year old kid. I had gone to college. I almost went to law school. I did, you know, I did a bunch of other life stuff because I was trying to be the perfect mom and the perfect, you know, I'm an immigrant and, you know, I was supposed to be a lawyer, not play one on TV, you know? So it was just, it was all that stuff. So it took me 28 years to get the gumption to actually do it and, and, and took a leap of faith. And I think, you know, right now I'm, I'm living with my parents. I've taken my parents and then this has nothing to do with acting, but it does. And I'll, I'll try, turn it back in is because at this point, 61 years young that I am, I have taken in my parents because they're too old and Latinos don't put people in and I can do it and I have the time and I have the, so here I am. And my sister said to me, you're going to lose your husband and you're going to lose your career. And I have never been busier and my husband and I are in it and we decided to do this together. We've never been stronger. You take a leap of faith and you make a choice truly with no doubt. And you just go after it. And the universe conspires with you. Amen. <laughs> and I believe that. And that's what I did at 28 years old. I was like, I didn't go to law school. I said, I'm going to do this. My mother, and my father cried. I became a waitress. I did it for seven years. Oh, my God, they took me out of Cuba for me to come and be a waitress uh, at Fridays. This is not the way they, were. <laughs> they, you know, had planned it. They are my biggest supporters now, by the way. My father named us all after actresses, put us in dance, and but that was just to keep us off the street, not to make a career choice. So 
Anyways, at this point, I decided to make a choice. I auditioned for this labyrinth theater company, which at the time was the Latino Actors Theater Company. Literally, I was their first temp because I had no experience. So they let me take notes and watch them play. And this is this was my MFA in theater acting, I like to call it. You know, I'm watching people, brilliant people, you know, John Ortiz, Gary Perez, Judy Reyes, um, Daphne Rubin Vega. I mean, you know, we're all up there watching, and I'm watching, taking notes, you know, taking notes for this company that was starting off. And then I had I had to audition from, you know, auditioning from backstage. I mean, literally starting from scratch, just knowing that I was 28 years old. And if I didn't take that leap of faith now, it was never going to happen because I may get married again, have another kid. I mean, who knew, you know? So I did it. And, um, and now I'm here. And the first indie movie that I like to say jumped to my career was a movie called Lena's Dreams, Marlena's Dreams, right? Somebody wrote it for me that I had auditioned for years before, Heather and, and Gordon. And, and they, I didn't get that one movie, but they hired me to be, because I was really broke, to production coordinate and take care of the set that they were on this set that they were, you, you know, we were shooting this. Somebody had to sleep on set with the equipment and somebody had to stay overnight with this so they can walk away. So I did that. And I did that with them for like three months. And in those three months, they were like, Oh my God, we have to write a movie. Wow. And that was Lena's dreams. And I did it with my friends in labyrinth at the time. And David Zayas was in it and Judy Reyes and we're all babies. <laughs> and uh, it got me to the Latin, the, the Latino film festival out here in LA. It, got me into just, you know, it just opened the doors for me. I had amazing reviews. I've never gotten reviews like that ever again. <laughs> I mean, so th this was in New York. Yeah. This was like 1990. I mean, it was a long time ago and that was, that was the beginning. That was the beginning and the theater company for me, because again, I never took acting classes. I just knew from grammar school, I, we were on stage doing something. And I remember so clearly to this day, the feeling in my stomach when I turned over and I saw, it was just a PS number four at Union City New in, New in West New York, New York, Jersey, you know, it wasn't a big thing, but I can see the footlights and I couldn't make out the audience. And I thought, oh my God, I want to do this. Like nothing has ever done me. And it <laughs> took me 28 years to get back to it, but yeah. <laughs> so I am one for, Follow your joy because, you know, then you'll never work a day in your life. And you and I've worked very hard. I, I look back at my career now and I, almost 30 years flew by without me blinking an eye. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm 61 now. It wasn't 30 yet, but I feel like I turned around and I was like, oh, my God, look at all what I, wow, look at my IMDb. <laughs> That's a lot of credits. Yeah, it's very impressive. <laughs> I was like, but I, because maybe because I was a single mom, and you know, to me, it was just like, I got to keep working. I got to stay in the union. I got to, you know, I got to keep learning because I didn't have that. I didn't go to an MFA program. I didn't, you know, and I just got lucky or the universe. I, I made a choice and somehow in getting into this company early was my artistic family and my family, and I, I lived right across Hudson River. So, you know, it wasn't like I was, I was in Jersey, but really not. I was in New York, you know. 
So, so you, I read you did study at Strasbourg. I did. I okay. studied for nine months at Strasbourg. Who'd you study with? Hope, not Hope Davis. Oh my God. Irma. Irma Sanjay. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I loved her. Yeah. She made me feel like maybe I can do this. She was the first person that I was like, she was like, maybe you can do this. And I was, I, she said to me, you're going <laughs> to, I was doing some crazy. Remember, these are the little nuggets and the little angels that you meet on your journey and that are like, oh no, I, maybe I should keep doing this. When mm. you, cause there's always doubt, right? There's always doubt. And let me tell you, I've heard that even, and you know, the great Anthony Hopkins, you know, after he finishes every job thinks this is the last job I'll ever get. So that doesn't go away. That yeah. never goes away. So that's why you have to love this so much because the rejection in this business that we go through, sure. nobody in a lifetime will go through it. That's why we need the egos that we have <laughs> because we need it to take on this rejection. But she said to me, you know, I one of those crazy exercises, let me tell you, coming from a Cuban family, when I was there, those first exercises that you're rolling around and I'm thinking, what is this? <laughs> Is this acting? And I was like, oh my God, I told my father I quit college and everything for this. I'm like, what is this? I'm going with it. You know, commit, right? 100%. Don't question, just commit. Don't try, don't, don't judge the, 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 the character or the work. Just Let's give it do it. Yeah. Do it. And, so that's uh, what I studied. I studied at Strasbourg. And, and in 1980, 82, I was studying at Strasbourg and my acting teacher, uh, Jeffrey Horn, told the director over at the actor's studio um, about me and they were doing a play and I got cast and Irma Sanjay was my mother in the play. Oh, you Beyond People at the actor's studio in 1983, was it? Oh my God. That ages me how long I've been (laughs) in this game. (laughs) I got to work on stage with her. And I think I look pretty damn good too. (laughs) You do, you look amazing. By the way, this is, uh, Kombucha. Sure <laughs> <Getting drunk. laughs> but yeah, I, uh, she was, she said to me, I had a breakthrough in class and she came up to me and I was, I'd gone somewhere and she looked at me and she brought me back and she looked at me and she said, you're, you're going to make a living at this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and I remember that moment. She said, you're going to make a lot of money. And this is what she told me. I didn't, I haven't made a lot of money, but I've made a living. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to be a working actor in Hollywood, to have the many credits as you have on IMDb, you know. I've made a living. Yeah, you've been a working actor. I mean, that's, I I was looking at your resume. And we've, we worked on so many, I'm surprised we haven't worked together because I was looking at your resume and, you know, I did all those judging Amy's and the walking Texas Rangers and all, I mean, we got criminal minds and all, I mean, we we, have guessed out on all those shows. So I, I got a question about, about being a Latina in Hollywood. Yes. You know, you you started with the the Latin, Latin theater groups and stuff like that, right? Yes. But and you I'm, know, how how do how is it for an actor in, in the business being a Latina, a female in this business? What advice do you have to women who are Latina and are thinking about entering this business, or you know, is there work for actresses, Latin actresses? Yeah. At this point, my biggest advice directly to Latinos is not to worry about your accent, just worried about being understood. Because um, especially nowadays where we're seeing a, a plethora of different types of Latinos, some have accents, some don't, some were born here, some are first generation. Now there's 
more parts where you're going to see that. So just, and don't worry about your age, play your age. Don't, don't worry about, you know, there's Sofia Vergara and there's everybody else, <laughs> right? There's, <laughs> there's all the other parts. There's the aunts and the uncles and the, you know, and, and so because for me, the goal was always to become a working actor, to make a living at what I do, not to become famous. So if I can make a decent living and bring up my daughter and she went, to, you know, that to me is a success. So you have to, any actor, just identify that first. What is it that you want to do? Because fame in this country can come so much easier <laughs> than this. <laughs> this is not what you want to do. So, and then as far as Latino, you know, again, because people are so worried, you know, oh, in my accent, my accent. I'm like, just be understood, you know, just be understood. And, and, and then, and, not, and, and be fearless, a little bit fearless about your Latinaness. Lean in, mm-hmm. lean into it. Yeah, because that makes you, you don't cast have it. to be Basketball. generic anymore. We don't have to be a generic Latina anymore. When I started, I speak Spanish, I'm bilingual, but it was because, the reason that I did so well commercially it was because I had a generic. I started in Spanish TV, and in Spanish TV, they didn't want to be able to identify you. Mm-hmm. They don't want to say, oh, you're Puerto Rican or you're Dominican or you're, and now it doesn't, now it's almost good, right? To be yeah. identified like that. Cause now they've seen that we come in all colors and rhythms. Sure. And, um, and from Latin America is a very large place when <laughs> every place, just like America, we have different accents and different rhythms across our country. Mm-hmm. Same thing with us. So I think that that's what I would tell them. And, um, and there are more roles. Now, again, if you want to do this because you love it and take classes, take classes, learn. You know, I did lots of different classes. I didn't do the whole program at Lee Strasberg because I remember very clearly I booked a commercial that was going to get me into the union and get me and my kid insurance. And and they were like, you can't do it. You have a you know how that was back then. And I was like, guys, (laughs) I have to do it. I have to do it. <laughs> yeah, of course. And, yeah. And that was so, the end of it. So that's how you got your SAG card through a commercial? Alka Seltzer Plus. Cool. Was it was <laughs> it a Spanish was it a Spanish, Spanish. commercial? Spanish. Love that. Yeah. I mean, you know, you really gotta know what your cast ability is in Hollywood. What are you selling to Hollywood? You know, and and if you have this thing, that's what makes you unique. You own it. You know, I remember when I came out to Hollywood, you know, people would say, oh, you got to get rid of your New York accent. I was like, forget about it. No. (laughs) That's what I sold them. I sold them the New York accent. I I changed their mind. They were looking for a surfer dude. I gave them the New York guy and I I got the part. That's right. Don't Uh, worry about what they think. And these things, these, the age things and they're just guidelines. They're just yeah. guidelines. They're guidelines to create a character. So look sure. at that. And then, I mean, that's specifically for actors, but, but I mean, any, any artists, whether that's music or painting, you lean into what you know, who you are, right? Because look, these sides, these are the same lines. And they're going to see 20, 30 people in a small cult with these sides, right? Everybody's going to say the same words. Yeah. So what's going to change us? Your U-Haul of your life, right? (laughs) That you're carrying in there with, that's the only thing. Your shoes, walk in my shoes. Because these words are going to be different. They're going to sound different in my mouth. They're going to come out differently and they're going to mean different things because I've lived a different life. Cool, love that. So let's talk about that for for a moment. You know, auditioning. 
you know, getting those sides. How, how do you prepare for an audition? What is your... I, I am married to a writer now, so I am very particular about trying to find the character in the words, in, in, uh, in the script. It's mm. in there. It's in the script. Sometimes it's in the writing. It's whatever. But so, and if it's just one scene or whatever, I also, because I like to have fun at this point, I like to see, okay, where is she at the beginning of the, of the, uh, of the scene and where is she going at the end of the scene? Right? And if there's three scenes, I want to show three different sides of those, of that character, and take a chance, right? Because I don't want, I'm not sending three takes of everything. I'm not doing it three different ways, but I'm going to show you three different sides of this character in these three scenes, right? That's at this point, that's what I do for TV. I just, you know, it's, it's, we were talking a little bit about technique. You know, we, the thing I love about what I do is that every medium has its own technique. Mm. Radio is one thing, Right. Theater is one thing. Small theater, 100 theater seat house is very different than a 450 seat house. So your technique, you have to learn how to do it all. You have to learn how to use this body to do it all, right? So that's where I think is very important too, is learn different techniques. Learn things. Don't cut yourself off. Why wouldn't you do a radio? Why wouldn't you do a podcast? Why wouldn't you do a commercial? I mean, when we started, no big actor did commercials. But now, honey, that's right out the window. Now their commercials are going to the big actors. I'm trying to get one. (laughs) You know, I mean, so it's 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 just a different ball game to to learn every technique, and and then you know you you kind of tend to gravitate towards what you like or what you're good at. Um, I watch a lot of TV. I grew up with TV. I like TV, so I have made my living on TV. So the industry's changed drastically since me and you, you know, I mean, I came here in 84. So, mm-hmm. so, you 89, know, 89 for me. <laughs> so, you know, the, the days of, uh, you know, because of the pandemic, the days of walking into the room or, you know, it's now it's self-tape auditions. How do you feel uh, about self-tape auditions? I've learned to enjoy them and, and master what's good about them because I have come from the theater. I like to walk in. I like to, I like to take directions. So mm-hmm. I feel that if I'm in the room and I'm off, I, I make very specific choices. So if I'm off base, you know, I don't want to send three different, again, I told you, right. I don't want to make three. So I, I make very specific. If I'm in, in the room, I can take an adjustment True. and then I can give you that, which you can't do on these self tapes. No. But, you know, I mean, I don't think it's great either because people are like, Oh, you can send the perfect tape. I'm like, yeah, that's the danger of it. Cause then you're stuck there. Just act like if it's an audition, be prepared, get in there shoot the scenes, you know, give it kiss off a couple of different takes, baby. But I've learned to like, you know, like myself better. Get This is where I audition. You know, I've learned to lean in and, and that really happened during the pandemic. It's where we're at. Yeah. I know a lot of older actors that, that they refuse to. Yeah. But I'm like, you're not going to work. You're, 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 you're putting yourself out of, out of business. You got to like roll. water, my friend. Yeah, you got to roll with the punch. <laughs> you know, this is frisbee, this is what right? it is. Yeah, and you have to. You got to. You got to. You got to be a palm tree. You got to be water. You got to go, because it's you know even even to me doing this, I don't, I don't do a lot. I'm learning. My daughter's like, mom, you got to do the new media. You got to get out there. You got to do a little like, I'll be on the the rookies today. So yesterday I put it up on my Instagram. Like it's just this is not new to like this is. 
especially the last couple of years, because I have been taking care of my, my life is so full. I've raised a kid and my life is so full. I have two sisters. I have nephews that I'm, this is truly my work and I love my work, but I'm not worried about watching myself, maybe to my detriment, unfortunately, right? Because I'll get a, a email from my agent watching and he was like, how come you didn't tell me if you were on tonight? I was like, oh, fuck, was that today? Oh, sorry. And I cursed. <laughs> it was like, um, and that's to my detriment, right? To my detriment. Because at this point in my life, thank God, I don't need to add it to my reel or, you know, so I'm not doing that. But I should and I need to uh, embrace uh, that part of where my business is going. Because even though I get mad sometimes, I'm like, I'm quitting. I'm going to, I'm retiring when I'm ready. And I'm like, we don't retire. We die. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Have you ever thought about quitting? When I get, when I have, when I feel like I have to do this new media and you, you, you know, more followers and stuff like that, I, I get so frustrated that I'm like, I, if that, if that's what it takes for me to continue this business, then it might be time for me to hang it up. I just don't know. I'm not worried about, and it's not even worried. I'm actually worried about the whole idea of followers. It, I, I'm old enough. You know, it, it's a little creepy to me. And I now I know they're not followers or fans and I have to embrace it. And I am. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm an old broad <laughs> who likes her privacy. I hate this new camera. And the, they see every wrinkle. And I'm like, I watch myself to ADR. I'm like, oh, my God, I look old. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's just different. I long for the the privacy and the the stocking over the lens so I look better <laughs> but those are gone now, the, now you're on 4k high def <laughs> you can see every pore every hair every oh my god <laughs> yeah but you gotta embrace who you are I mean that's who yeah. you are that's yeah. your star you know, power that's what you, you know? are in your life right yeah listen I'm on a tv show right now and and I'm and and I'm like I, it's cringy like I, I go a big cringe you know, yeah, because the camera's so like you know you do you see everything. <laughs> oh, and you know it's it doesn't matter how they light you; it's just there. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, it's just it's just a character. You're gonna look better in person. <laughs> how about along the journey? You know, before this whole pandemic and before the self tapes and the you know like were there times where you know like. You know, it's a roller coaster. We're the seesaw kids. Yes. You know, one day it's feast, one day you're at famine. You know, it's the up and down, and you know, all the way around. Have you ever had to deal with that self doubt? You know, going, am I ever going to work again? Or you know, I haven't had an audition in a couple of months. And what am I doing yeah. here? You know, yeah. But I try to again. Um, I have sisters and I have nephews, and I try in those moments of. Um, I don't know if I've ever wanted to quit because it took me so long to start, you know, and by the time I started, I had lived such a life of, I mean, I was married, I had a kid, I, you know, I was 23 years old when I, you know, when I decided really to take a leap, I didn't, I mean, I went a long way around to do it. I didn't take a leap into the acting, but I, you know, I ran a video store because I thought, oh, if I'm a video store owner and my own, and my own thing, I could go to be an actor. Well, you know, you ran the business for six months and you didn't, I learned a lot about movies, which you was fantastic. A lot of movies. It was great. Again, the universe provided me a, a, a way to learn about movies. Sure. You know, film school. I, yeah. It was my film education. Exactly. But you know, I ended up having to go to wait, to wait tables. Cause I was like, I can't run a business and be an actor. That's just not, you know, it wasn't working out. And blockbuster had just hit the scene. 
And uh, so I was like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, but but I, I never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But so quitting because I just it took me so long to start. I just was like, it's OK. It's, it'll it'll come back. Sure. Doubting. Every time I end a job and it's so funny because I, I do remember I had a friend of mine who worked on, you know, one of the Hannibal movies, the third one, the one in Italy. And he, and he you know, he, he said that that was a piece of nugget that Anthony, you know, Hopkins said, you know, even at this point, after every job, we still have that inside where you're like, hmm. might be it. This might be the last time they might realize maybe I don't, I'm not very good at this. Maybe, yeah, you found and, out. You know, maybe they found out that I'm a fraud, that I really can't do this anymore. Uh, you know, all that doubt starts to go into you. And you're just like, hold on. Let me look at my wall of fame, you know, and I keep my most, most important things that have meant things in my life. And I do have a little wall of fame downstairs. I don't, but it's for myself. It's like, oh no. I'm, I can continue to do this, you know, yeah. but not quit. The only time quitting is when I'm like, if I, oh my God, do I really have to do this? And my mother's like, you and I, and my daughter, my mother, my daughter's like, you can hire somebody to do stuff like that. And I'm like, well, that's creepy too. Cause I don't want people to speak for me. Yeah. What about fear nerves? Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's part of it. Even, even, even when I still, and I've been doing this a long time, a lot of, you know, you're on set all the time. And that first day, that first thing, and when the first time it's action, you're like, oh, you know, and you don't get a lot of rehearsals, you know, it's, it's not, it's not theater where you're so comfortable by the time sure. you know, that curtain goes up that you're like warm waters, you know, but that's not it. It's like, you know, and, and, and you're hoping and praying that, you know, it's a good, nice set that people aren't like, Oh, she flubbed her line again, you know, and it, it's all, you know, it's that, that never goes away, but I, it, it goes away. It's now I, I use it like, okay, here we go. I'm going in the cold water, you know, like I'm taking the plunge. And then once you're in, you know, it's, then, you know, we've, we've done this long enough that you're like, yeah, you know. No, I mean, it's, I've, I've been doing this for 40 something years and, and, you know, I'm recently, you know, I, I've been teaching for nine years. I opened up my school nine years ago and I love, I love teaching the craft and I love being the guide, but you know, something came up and they offered me a job, but I hadn't been in front of the camera in a long time. And it's a project that I really can't talk about, but it's, it's literally one take. Yeah. And it's a machine that's been running like all, you know, people have been doing this for such a long time. So I'm waiting backstage for my cue and I had my heart pumping and I'm like, what's going on here? And, 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 and it's so, and it's so, and it's so unfulfilling because it's that one take. Yeah. And, and if you're good, you know, I like to say I'm the one take wonder, baby. You just take another yeah. one for safety. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, because, 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 because I, because you, because you have to, because you have that one, yeah. your guest star work, and you, yeah. you're just going to go in, and you're not going to get a lot of takes. And, but I don't know if it's fear anymore at this point, as much as, okay, come on. <laughs> I've learned, I'm taking Pilates now and I'm learning a lot to, you know, like just really bring it down. So I've learned to like, right before every take, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I just do that. Like get that? all that stale out. So now I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm more, more prepared, you know, more, a little more relaxed, but the anxiety, the, the butterflies, I don't think I should ever go away. Yeah. Well, you you know, start to be, if you start on set and you're like, What's next? You know, I, I don't want to be that person. You know, I don't want to get sure. to my I mean, job like rolling my eyes. <laughs> it's excitement. You're an actor. You're getting a chance to act. That yeah. your body, that's your instrument going. You're in exactly where you're supposed to be. You're on the yeah. right path. 
So, you know, you can either take that and turn it into fear or, or nervous, or you can turn it into excitement. So yeah. I, I just choose to say I'm excited. Energy. It's all energy. Yeah. It's excited. just choose to say, and it's perspective. At yeah. the all end, it's all energy. It's all coming through your body, right? It's all, your, it's in your stomach, it's your shaking, whatever it is. And whatever learned, you know, I've learned that that's, this is something that can ground me. Something, another thing that I do, which is just my own thing is I'll never, the first time I work on anything, I take off my shoes and I work barefoot. I just need to be grounded. I need to be grounded. Be grounded. Love that. And you breathing, know. you know, it's really my important. Breath. And I need to know where my breath is. And I'm like, okay, okay. So, and, and I start to feel it immediately because now, again, I've done this long enough where all of a sudden I get a little singy and I'm like, oh, okay, we're not using huh. that. Stop. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? I was like, no breath at all coming from there. So, yeah, it's, I, I still love what I do. Um, so I, the only time quitting has ever become where it's just like, well, you need to do this and you need to have followers. And I'm like, yeah, hey, so I, I, think, I think that's the, the really important thing is what you just said is, you know, loving what you do, because I know for me, you got to remember why you got into this business and, and being in the fun of it and play and it's just magical. Like, you know, it's Halloween, it's trick or treat plays. Yeah, they're it's players. It's in the text. Yeah, they're called the plays. Play. Go yeah. play. Go play. And it's yeah. it's. I know a lot of actors that became a job, and I was like, oh shit, I have an audition. I got to study eight pages of material. But see, know. that's the job. Yeah. That's where the joy should come from, right? Sure. So I know a lot of people like that, or a lot of people like, well, I'll work on it when I book it, or I'll. And I'm like, and how is that? You, you, you ain't gonna book it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> So, you know, the, the joy has to come from, from the work. If, if you don't want to, I, I kind of, like, I, I, I like it. It's play for me. My life is so full of spitting up right now and with my father and my mother. And my, like, when I get an audition, I'm like, oh, great. I have to make room for that. And I'm going to have to do that. And they understand that now at this point. And even this, this is like, I'm doing this for my career and you know it's it's my my time and Love if that. it's not for that for you then you should probably be doing something else absolutely if you if it's you're not having fun then why do it if you're go not passionate money, about go make lots of money somewhere yeah. in a steady job <laughs> yeah, you got to be passionate so you know what if you feel has been um your biggest challenges as an actor in this in this industry maybe i don't know if it's just mine alone but trying not to compare myself Mm. to other actors, to other Latinos that are working or to my competitors. Because again, I said that earlier, but that's because I say it aloud a lot for myself is that what's going to book my work is me, right? It's not, it's, so I have to lean into that. I am not. And so I can, I can not be so competitive, you know, in that way, because the truth is that Every job that I've booked, even these guest stars, whatever, it's the ones that I've allowed to myself to be more, more myself in, right? When we start to book character or whatever work, especially in TV, it's, 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 it's very, and, and I, I, look, I'm a character, so it's not that difficult to be a little more charactery, but, but the camera is so intimate and so close that, you can't lie about anything on camera. 
and and that is audition and that even is even as slight as uh, the movement of your head because it's so close but coming from theater you have more room to be larger you be more be character right more so it's i think it's just again going back to learning this your your techniques and taking classes and finding I don't know. I, I, I tend to go off in tangents. Sure, things. but I agree 100%. I mean, listen, if you're auditioning for Criminal Minds, you got to know what you're auditioning for. It's like talking heads. There's less movement. You know, if you come into a Criminal Minds thing and you're doing a lot of this, you, they uh, cast Marlene me. talks with her hands all the time. Yeah. I can't be yeah. Marlene like that. Sure. But you gotta, I, stillness. You just have to know for that, you have to do a little bit more of this and just not be so you know, expressive, <laughs> so Latin. <laughs> so what advice would you give somebody in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, somebody that's, you know, late in the game that think, oh, well, you know, I always had a dream of being an actor, but I never pursued that dream and I want to get into it now. Uh, but I feel like maybe it's too late. What would you say to them? As long as you can remember your lines, it's not too late. And watch TV. Go find yourself. Go find all pe people your age on TV. Find yourself on TV. Go find yourself and, and you start to see that there's all ages on TV. All ages, you know, and, and then when you find that, then you go, oh, I can play that. I can play that. I can play that. I don't, it's, again, I think actors don't retire. We die. Uh, you know, we just, or, or stop being able to learn our lines, right? I, I don't, I think this is the only career where we have the luxury, especially if you have a retirement and it's not about money. It's about something that you really love to do. Go find a class. Go start. That's that's you know find a community of actors and that and and, and of artists. And usually that's in a good class or or good get part of a theater company. Theater theater companies need older people. You know, um, there's always a grandpa. There's so you know just again this especially in America we live in this ageist ageism right where you have to have made it by. 30 or how are you becoming an actor at 28 years old? You're, you're, people are getting out of that at this point. And, oh, well, now you're too old. Well, look, you know, women are still women winning Academy Awards, you know, in their fifties and, and it took her that long to get there. Right. And so there is, I think even that's changing a little bit where we're seeing older people on TV now and older and people are allowed to age. We have to, we're living older, we're living longer. And we, are, we have this terrible idea about aging that is contradictory to the, what our reality of living older. So I think just don't be afraid of aging, just age gracefully and find you'll be surprised if you, watch TV with a different view, whereas an actor where you're like, I'm going to find myself, what roles would I be cast in? And if you start to look, you start to notice, oh, there's, there's older roles out there. I can be the grandfather. I can be this. I can be that. You know, you have to be realistic. I don't know if you're going to, you know, but I, I was, again, I, I didn't never became an actor because I wanted to be famous by the age of 40 or you know, when, when people start at, off with, I'm going to give myself, I'm like, oh boy, we're, we're done already. I'm going to give myself a year. I'm going to give myself this. I'm going to give myself a year 20. I'm like, you should probably quit now. <laughs> 
I don't know what that means. Give yourself some time. This is a choice, right? You, you know why you're teaching? Because you said you had a dry spell, but you needed the work. You needed to work with actors. You needed to act. You yeah, had to find a way, right? Yeah, I, I, I teach because I, I'm passionate. I love teaching the craft of acting. I mean, it's you love actors. You love, I love actors. actors. And I know how to deal with actors. And I am an actor, so I know yeah. how to handle. I mean, I've been in a lot of bad acting classes in my 40 years in the business. Most so, of them are terrible. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to create a safe place for actors to grow. Yeah. And, and it's really a gymnasium and play and stretch. And and it is a family. And it is creating projects coming out of it's your, your artistic community. Yeah. It is. You need to find an artistic community. That's the other thing. It doesn't matter how old you are. I think that's your first, your first step. My first step was joining this company. True. Falling into this company was the beginning of my career. If you could and, go back yeah. in time mm -hmm. and talk to your younger self and give you yourself some life advice, what would that be? <laughs> Eat better, exercise more. I don't know if I'd change anything. I don't know if I change anything. I am really one of those people that believes that anything that you have experienced in your life, any work that you've done, anything that you've experienced is all part of your U-Haul of your sure. creative U-Haul. Yeah, I call so it. Nothing is lost. My seven years as a waitress wasn't lost. My having a child at 19 wasn't lost. My driving to Rutgers University and throwing up and being pregnant wasn't lost. Like none of that was lost. Well, it's all gold for you as an actor. That's all your gold in your actor toolbox, all that stuff you can draw from. Right. So I mean, that the older you get, the better actor you become then. Right. True. So aging is not, it doesn't scare me. My, what scares me is I can't remember my lines anymore. And, but I keep my mother's like, you know, I get my mom to do Sudoku and she's like, you should do it. I'm like, my, my Sudoku. I got to memorize it and then delete it for the next one because I sure don't have enough space there anymore. And I tend to like, sometimes I'm off and I'm like, what the hell is the point of this? <laughs> but, you know. I, so how do you, how do you remember your lines? I mean, what's your process? How, how do you figure out? I, I do wrote, I do, I try, I really try to, I, I do a little, a little bit of, again, I get my, my shoes off. I start to look at it. I, I start to see I, I, what the, what is it? Is she a judge? Is she this? Is she that? So then I start to go, okay, well, if Marlene were that, hmm, well, what would she be wearing? What would she, you know, I start, I start, and that way I start like that. I'm a little bit like the, like the theater people. So when I do an audition or self-tape, I don't have props, but I, and I don't have, I don't have a lab coat and I don't have anything like that, but I dress like the person would, like Marlene would dress if she was this person. You know, um, sure. so I, I start that way. And then I, again, I really try to, I almost, I almost, I don't worry so much about, like, I almost start by trying to memorize the lines, especially for TV, because it's so specific. You know, you really, I really, you really want to try to be, they've paid somebody a lot. It's just like in place, you know, try to, try to find it in the words. It's there. And then I will, um, you know, just, Again, I don't have a lot of time for television, so I, I really try to find the arc, and I've learned enough about TV. So if I know the show, then I don't have to look it up. If I don't know the show, I get on Hulu and I find it or wherever the hell it has to do, and I'll watch a couple. So if I if the show's been on for a long time, I'll watch the first and end of every season, first and last of every season, just to kind of catch a, a vibe of where the show's going, first and last episode of every season. And then if I have, depending how much time you have, too, how much, you know, do you write it? 
I write, I use, I still do a lot of writing. I do do a lot of writing. I'll, I'll uh, write my let my, especially now because, you know, there's a lot of things that people do now and they use uh, teleprompters and stuff like that. But for me to, I, I, I'm not against, but I need to know why I'm saying what I'm saying, not just read it for me. If it's going to be organic enough, that's when I know I'm not breathing it. Right. Because I'm just reading. And then all of a sudden before I go, Oh, look, I haven't taken a breath now. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, that's, but and it all depends, different things, comedy, which I'm trying to do more of. Uh, at this point now, I, you know, I'm working on a, a single cam thing and I've, I've hired one of my daughter's uh, writing partners. And so I'll, you know, I'll call her up and I'll call my funny people up sometimes and I'll be like, do you want to run these lines with me for a minute? <laughs> you know, I still do that. You know, I'm, I, I try to do a play a year because that's where I really get to work you know, and create something for TV. It's more research of rhythm of this, the, 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 the whatever show. I mean, I, I don't watch a lot of TV, even though I make my living on TV at this point in my life, especially then last couple of years, but I do do my research. I do. And again, it's, it's my moment. I love, I love all of it. Like, I love, Oh, I get to see something. I haven't seen that show. Oh, I want to see that show, you know? And so I like, I like, that I log I like auditions. Thank God for auditions because we don't get to act. Not really. No. That's why I tell actors stay in class and, and be working all the time. You know, you don't yeah. even, even don't if you play. don't have an audition. Yeah. You have that phone. You can make a movie, you know, yeah. write your own or, script, or get, get together some friends. with a friend who's working on something. Another friend who's waiting by the phone. Let's do something. Let's, let's work. What do you want to do? Let's do, let's do, I don't know. Let's do the scene. That's, you know, two white people and it's two people of color. Let's just make it, you know, just, Something. Sure. Let's just stay creative and stay active um, and hang around and go see plays or go see movies. Or if, you, if, if, if TV is your thing, then, you know, really watch. I, I used to watch a lot of stuff and used to go a lot more movies, but, you know. Yeah, go to the museum, read a book, listen to some music, you know. Be active, yeah, yeah. Be creative and have that because it's not it's not coming to you by the phone. Yeah. It's not coming to you by doing this. It's not coming to you by checking when the next time you're going to be on TV or what your IMDb thing is. or yeah. It's just not coming to you that way. Yeah. Where is your acting school? Forgive, forgive me. It's in Manhattan Beach. Manhattan you should Beach come over and visit. You should. Yeah. I think it's great. It's great. Do you have my personal info? I, I don't, but don't give it to me now. We're, we're on a podcast. <laughs> that's right. Oops, that's right. Uh, uh, but actually, I, actually, I have a, a student at six o'clock. So, so yeah, we're going to wrap I, it listen, up. I want to I thank you. Um, so if somebody wants to follow you and they want to know where they can find you, where can they find you? <laughs> I have all of it. I have, I'm at Marlene Forte. Marlene Forte, there's a few Marlene Fortes out there, but Marlene Forte is pretty much me. At Marlene Forte at Instagram. I don't know how much longer I'm going to have my Twitter account, but I am there at Marlene Forte. I'm creating a Facebook page for the first time in my life. Um, So, but it's all there. And I do have a website, uh, MarleneForte.com. And uh, yeah, come to see me in a play if people want to contact me. Yeah. So your place and I'll come and. And, and I, I, I think it's so great. I, I love the, that idea. And no. I would love to know more about it because I yeah. tend to agree that an actor needs to have a safe place. And um, we should come over here and work out. That's the biggest. I mean, I think that's the, the biggest. My advice is go find your uh, uh, an artistic community. Yeah. It doesn't matter your age. Go find it. Find Absolutely. yourself. Find yourself out there. 
Wonderful. So thank you so much for taking thank this you. time, jumping on the podcast. And, and people can see you on, you have a couple of shows right now, right? I'm, I'm on The Rookie tonight. Uh, I don't know how when this is going to air, but you can watch it on Hulu. And um, um, I have a couple of movies. If you have uh, something on Amazon right now called Psychological Thriller About Mental Illness, uh, called um, Hypochondriac. And I don't know when Lincoln Lawyer is going to to drop, but I am in the first season and it's a really good show. You catch that. And I have a movie that'll be coming out called Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. But um, it's still moving around. It's completely Latino cast. It's Love it. Yeah. Bravo. Thank you. You're Bravo living the dream. You too. You okay, too. Marley, you take care. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, absolutely. Bye. Have a great evening. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please rate, review, share this with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't. Please take whatever you get from here, the golden nuggets, and apply them to your career. Go after your dreams with passion. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. I believe in you. Follow your dreams. I'll see you in Hollywood.